This episode of The Cooking Comic is being sponsored by Rye Health and Fitness. Welcome to Cooking the Comic. I'm Kim Burns. I'm Paula Fun. And we are in Porchester at the Don Bosco Community Center with Ann Heakin. Thank you. How are Happy you, Ann? Good to have you here. <laughs> so, Executive Director of Don Bosco, how many years? Uh, I've been around here a long time. I think I've been Executive Director for like 10 years. But I've been around, you know, I was here for I think close to 20 years. And I, I, I showed up uh, knocking on the door downstairs asking if I could volunteer at the soup kitchen. And you know the first thing that happens when you do that is you, the, the door is locked behind you, <laughs> and they don't let you out for and twenty years. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, all they did was move upstairs. Which, which is, but we are going to go downstairs later. We're yes, going to talk yes, to the cook yes. because we've got a lot to talk about regarding what you're doing with meals since March, Great. and you serve so many people in this community. This is really considered an immigrant mm -hmm. community, mm -hmm. and the center's been around since 1928. That's amazing. And let's just talk a little bit about uh, what's happening with the programs now. I know you do a lot of uh, academic support, after-school programs. Where are the kids? Yeah. So um, they are on Zoom <laughs> with us. Uh, you know, we've all converted to Zoom, and and um, you know, even in the even even though in the beginning it was awkward and like you know people were trying to adjust to it, now it's like the new normal, mm -hmm. you know, because we can't have children Bites in the building. Tongue, Anne. Sorry. Bites <laughs> but it, so when I can say that is, is it's quite a quite a step forward. Um, so we're continuing our Don Bosco Scholars program. We run we run mostly Saturday and Sunday programs with their families through different stages of the college access process. We're coming to the end of uh, nearly the end of the group that will, you know, go to college next next semester or next fall, I should say. So what about the after-school programs? Mm -hmm. Now, the thing that really breaks my heart when looking on your website is not only after-school programs, but the hot meal. Mm -hmm. And is that happening? How's, how's that working? So we have two feeding programs. One is a children, a child feeding program, which we do, uh, it's dinner here. Most of our kids come Monday through Friday until 7.30, so they have a snack and they have a hot meal and we have a chef for them downstairs. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have the soup kitchen, uh, which is more of an adult program, although you can bring your child if it's a holiday or something. Um, and there we're cooking lunch every day uh, that we serve at about 1130. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, the, the lines have been enormous. Well, the food insecurity is a much bigger deal than I think many of us really yes. realized. The food insecurity in Lower Westchester really is a big issue. And we were talking a little bit before about the numbers. Like, yes. tell us again, like, what, like pre-pandemic so, and now. Yeah, so a typical, you know, before this pandemic uh, crowd for lunch would be, you know, maybe 60. You know, could be between 40 and 60, mm -hmm. all right? Uh, and this summer I was saying that we had lines of 225 people. Well, so then obviously it begs the question, how are you preparing for that? How are you possibly yeah. distributing that right. amount of food? Right. And, and do you then have more helpers in the kitchen? Is it a day-to-day -day thing? Well, we have a kitchen staff, so we do it Monday through Friday. Um, we have a, a, a Carmen Lanero who runs the soup kitchen for us. Um, and it's, you know, we, we write grants, we, we get food from uh, Westchester, feeding Westchester. So when do you foresee the kids coming back? I mean, we do the mass thing, you do the yeah. social distancing thing. I see all your incredible artwork here that I'm sure some of them yes, have. They've all contributed. They're all, they're all 
geniuses. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> um, I mean, look, you know, as soon as we can bring them back, what we're doing right now is we are running remote programs, um, you know, uh, re remote early childhood bilingual, for example. So we have a couple of programs that we've been running remote for, since the since the shutdown. And they all have the technology for this. Well, we uh, provide uh, Chromebooks. Oh. So, I mean, if a family has, a, a, mm -hmm. you know, technology, that's fine. But otherwise, we provide yeah. the Chromebooks for them. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. And but, we did a lot of it this summer, for example, you know, because nobody had any place to go. And so we, you know, tried to do some things that were more educational and some things that were more social. You know, yeah. like we visited online zoos and, you know, right. just fun things, you know, just to keep them occupied. So if schools can do a hybrid model, why can't the center be partially open to kids? Because we have, uh, on average, uh, 60 kids coming a day, and we just would not have the social distancing space, you know, to, to really be confident that we weren't spreading, you right. know, spreading it. Absolutely. And that's it. Okay. We're talking to Ann Heakin. We'll be right back. So now we are um, downstairs in Don Bosco Center and probably what's the heart of the place, which is the kitchen area. And I'm here with um, Andres Alvarez, yes. who is the program director of the Boys and Girls Club sure. and um, doing lots of cooking here. So Andres, tell me a little bit about what's going on here. Uh, okay, yeah, so yes, um, we started cooking our Don Bosco uh, dinners to go for our children here since we cannot be open at the time due to COVID reasons. So we decided to start cooking for the kids and offer them a way to help them during this time of need. So we usually cook for about 40 or 50 kids a, a day. And when do they come? They come after they school? They come, um, usually, uh, well, since we were planning to be open, we were, we were hoping to do five to six, so that's what we stick to. So they'll come, if we were open, they would have came five to six and picked up their, you know, their dinner and go home. Um, so like I said, we, uh, we offer about meals for 50 to 60 children weekly. Um, and is that we, up from pre-pandemic? uh yeah as well yeah more kids yeah so they come here to pick to pick up their food mm -hmm. so think, yeah i'm sorry ahead. paul i just wanted to ask so if a child arrives here and they come to get a meal which is wonderful can they ask for more than one meal what if they have a uh, yes yes we, we always give them more always give them more and do you guys have leftovers at the end of the day uh, yes depending on like on the weather now especially since it's cold maybe not as many will show up so we do have some leftovers mm -hmm. and anybody can come Yes, anyone can come. There's no sign-off? Um, it was primarily for our after-school children, but now we're, now, that, now we're more open to anyone who come. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we were very curious about how Thanksgiving is going to work this year, because I know that in the past you've provided hundreds and hundreds of meals for people to come to the center, but mm -hmm. this year it's going to be pick-up and take-away. Yes, that's correct. And how, what do you expect that to look like? What do you expect the numbers to look like? I, I still expect the numbers to be high, only because there is a big demand here in Port Chester. So I don't see that being an issue. And uh, can you uh, talk a little bit about the hours and when people can come and help you guys out? I know it's on your website, mm -hmm. but uh, maybe you could let our listeners know. Okay, yes, so the morning program, I think it's, uh, they need, they need uh, more help because they definitely serve a lot of more people. Because uh, when I come, I see there's lines outside. So their hours are, I believe, from 7 a.m. till 1 p.m. And they, they, they're they cooking for about, I think, 200 to 250 wow. a day. Well, right. there's lots of information on your website. People can go to that yes, and yes, exactly. uh, give the center a call or exactly. th there's all the hours listed there. So mm -hmm. that that's great. What do you love to do here? Uh, what I love to do here? Well, I, I like, um, I mean, I'm all over the place. So, you know, I like to do a, a little of everything, mm -hmm. especially when we were open, you know, I like 
the classes that we offered here. Mm-hmm. We offered a lot of enrichment classes. Uh-huh. So that was, that was that was definitely one of the one of the things I love because I love to ju- sit in one of the classes and learn something new. Uh-huh. Like That's at great. one point we had a we had like a, a Photoshop class in the computer lab upstairs. Oh, that's good. And that's I always good. wanted to learn how to use Photoshop. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I said, I think that's classes. what the masks are for, right? You're like, right. can you just fix a little blemishes yeah. here and yeah. there? And now this whole thing is going. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, always something we also offered at one point a 3D printing class. Oh, which is something that cool. I've never had growing up, you know, something yeah. I was, you know, because I'm always into technology, stuff like that. So I would sit there, you know, do stuff with the kids, you know, really miss that something I really love and something I guess I would always love doing. Right. Well, let's hope that everybody's back at the center soon. Thank you for taking the time today. Thank you. I just wanted to mention again that this episode is being sponsored by Rye Health and Fitness. This is a Curtain Comic. I'm Kim Burns. Paula Fung. And thanks for joining us.